The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Allo Cadabra. Aloe Cadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.allocadabra.com today. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored. No holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Are you? I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Well, do you love? We both have like really deep voices today. Oh, yes. Hmm. So, love, I'm so happy to uh, be spending the next hour with you. D-Love and I used to be in separate rooms whenever we did the show, but now we can be in the same room together. Looking at each other with our aviator headgear on. (laughs) I'm ready to take flight with you, Jaya. Yes, we do kind of look like we're landing planes. Um, Today we're sharing some knowledge about herbal aphrodisiacs, one of my personal favorite topics. Are you ready to become an erotic alchemist? Do you love that movie, Chocolat? Did you see that movie, D-Love? Mm-hmm. I, I love that movie. Anyway, our expert guest, Brigitte Mars, author of The Sexual Herbal, is going to share her expert advice on how to spice up your kitchen and your love life. We're going to give you knowledge about what herbs to use to get your libido cooking. D-Love, you better watch out. With this information, I might be spiking your soup. I think you've been doing it for years now. Yeah. Controlling me. Well, what do you think of that drink you got today from Air One? I sent D-Love to Air One, which is this health food store here in Los Angeles, very famous place, and they have a tonic jing bar, so I sent D-Love in. Jing-a-ling, jing, jing. They were slinging jing. They were slinging jing. Uh, I am so high, man. I am so, I'm seeing stars in another universe. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Not. I'm super sensitive to this stuff, and that's how I respond. And D-Love brought me a drink, Jing drink home. So uh, if I get a little loopy during the show, it's all the Jing. Yeah, but yours is supposed to be restorative and probably more calming than winding you up. I feel very calm. Like, I mean, I, I've not been sleeping much this week, and I feel very even and calm, and I feel alert, and this is often nap time for me. So <laughs> perhaps it's the Jing. The jing is kicking in. For those of you who don't know what jing is, it's a, like a Chinese medicine endocrine system, but a lot of it has to do with helping your hormones be healthy and vital. So, um, yeah, I go to the tonic bar, and if you've been following our show, you know that D-Love and I have been sick with strep throat and bronchitis for like a month now. So I went to Jay, one of the bartenders there, and he hooked me up with some really amazing concoctions, and I've been feeling like really amazing ever since. D-Love's been like, wow, because I haven't been coughing and hacking like I have been. Something to it. Yeah. Hey, I'm sure there's something to it. It's all 
those everything is from nature. So why wouldn't the most potent chemical things just be in these natural substances that they're putting in the jing drinks? Yeah. Weird stuff though, people. It's like deer placenta, deer antler, ants crushed up ants from Did you have ants today? You did? In, they're in Jing City. Well, you had the Jing City drink. Yeah. Wow. So I've had some crushed up ants in my cocktail today. And, you know, it's also supposed to, like, you're... Took and you that. don't have a boner right now? You ate ants and deer antler and... Maybe it's starting. Okay. Sometimes it takes some time to, you know, for it to work into the system. I mean, you two had that drink weeks ago? Not weeks no, ago. No, I had it, like, Wednesday, Wednesday, Tuesday night. That's what I meant. Days ago, and you say you're still feeling the effects of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll pour these drinks for somebody and they'll who's been uh, chronically fatigued for years and they'll be feeling great for two weeks, right? Right. Those are some of the stories that are coming out of what they're doing. Yeah. So if you're in Los Angeles, I recommend going to Air One and uh, get in, get, watch them sling some jing and get some, uh, get some juice from Jay. He's my new friend there. Jay juice. Jay juice. Get some juice from Jay. So, one of the herbs that they put in my drink is quickly becoming my favorite aphrodisiac. It's called Hoshu Wu, and it's often used in Chinese medicine as a blood tonic. It's said to help darken gray hair and help with hair growth, but it's also a very yin aphrodisiac, a very gentle aphrodisiac. And I've heard that Hoshu Wu can actually increase your sperm count. I had, remember when we had uh, George Lamaru, I can never say his last name, on the show. We have a show about Jing. You can go back and listen to it. Um, yeah, and Jing herbs. And uh, he was talking about people coming in in the porn industry getting Hoshu Wu to help them increase their sperm count and shoot further. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But that's another one. Like it, it takes time. You have to be using that over time. Mm-hmm. It's not like uh, immediate boom. Your hair's brown like it used to be, and you're walking around with. Unless you're me. Why your hair? Well, I just like these herbs. I get them in my body, and I'm like woo. Yeah, but your hair doesn't turn black overnight. That's the hairstyle. My hair is black. so i can't turn black overnight (laughs) so my second favorite aphrodisiac is maca and you may have heard me talk about maca before maca root powder in a smoothie is a great superfood that can help you get your hormones on track bodybuilders use it and i've heard of it helping women going through menopause to just kind of even out their hormones i'm sure that brigitte will have a lot more to say about maca when we get her on the line but uh yeah maca maca is a staple i had maca in a smoothie today I think I, I have maca just about every day now that I'm not breastfeeding anymore. Really? Yeah. I've been taking Hot Rocks. Shout out oh, to yeah, Jody yeah. Wilson, Hot Rocks. It's an amazing herbal supplement to help boost your libido. And uh, she's doing some good stuff. But um, I just realized this morning they told me at the Jing Bar not to do cacao anymore. And Hot Rocks has cacao in it. Cacao is chocolate for those of you who aren't aware of that. Um, I love my maca. So wait a second. Why no cacao? This uh, don't because they said it can it, for for me it would deplete my adrenals even further. So they're you know everything for me is about restoration and restoring my adrenal glands to produce all my yummy hormones. So last on my list, number three on my list because I only picked three is pine pollen. So think of it: the pollen is basically the semen of the plant, and pine pollen has been said to help boost testosterone levels. It's been used 
for thousands of years for longevity and, and as a libido tonic. And we all need healthy testosterone levels, even women. Mine have been so low and very sluggish to regulate, even with my bioidentical hormones. And pine pollen is going to help me. And I'm doing an experiment with pine pollen on D-Love. We have to get you tested, D-Love, see what your hormones are, and then we're going to see what pine pollen does to you. And then throw down. I'm doing a, doing a little research. Throw down thousands of dollars in, on herbs <laughs> to yeah. keep it going for a few months, right? But it would be the same thing. Like, I keep telling you this, D-Love. I know, I Because he's like... He's like, I got to throw all this money into getting all these herbs. And, you know, if you go to the doctor and then they put you on bioidentical hormones, it's a lot of money. And then you're on bioidentical hormones, which I love bioidentical hormones. They've helped me immensely, but I don't want to be on them for the rest of my life. I'd much rather have some kind of herb in my system, something, you know, a little I'd more natural. Rather, I'd much rather have some herb in my system. <laughs> some herb in your system. Um, which that's interesting because I was looking through, um, Birgit's book, The Sexual Herbal, and she actually has a little section on cannabis. Do you oh, love? Yeah. And I thought maybe you might, might like, um, reading well, that. I, I mentioned the whole thing to them, to our visitors last night and they were saying, well, why would you want to get rid of the cannabinoids? Cause you know, I was talking about how do you restore from using that stuff? And they're like, well, why would, why would you need to? So, mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that it's an aphrodisiac oh, yeah. in some people. In not, not in everyone. D loves rolling around on the on his chair. He's about to pull his headset off his head. <laughs> D love, you can't roll around on the office chair while you're uh, doing the radio show. I'm trying to turn that ringer off. D love, do you have a favorite aphrodisiac? <sighs> you. Oh, you're so <laughs> sweet. It's the only one that really deeply affects me. Oh, everyone, say aw with me together. <laughs> D Love says I'm his aphrodisiac. Oh, I didn't say D Love was my favorite aphrodisiac. I was going all to the herbs. Okay, what herbs or foods are your favorite aphrodisiacs? I just feel like I'm so not sensitive to this stuff. Uh, I don't notice some kind of direct response to hormones. Maybe you need I to mean, cleanse, D Love. I'm sure. I like need to maybe cleanse. you need to just like cleanse out your cells and your I'm a guts. Dirty- Dirty, dirty boy. I need yeah. to cleanse. I'll tie you up and make you, Will you cleanse. cleanse me? I'll give you coffee enemas and wheatgrass enemas. This is, this is an aphrodisiac. <laughs> uh, it sounds more like torture. Um, so, so I just, now I'm all like, I need to figure out either it's just your type and you're just not sensitive to these things or, you know, it's a cleansing thing. Like we've got to get you cleansed and then you'll be really sensitive to them perhaps perhaps what do you think it is um i think it's probably i'm less sensitive certainly less sensitive than you and maybe the kinds of things that i have used in my life to create altered experiences are just so much more directly potent Mm -hmm. that in comparison it's like having a cup of tea compared to you know some i won't mention (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Right. Um, And I'm a person who gets high on breathing and carrot juice, so. And the wind blowing across your, the hairs on your arm. The wind blows across my face and I'm having an orgasm, so, yeah. And sex has always been kind of my route into altered states or, you know. Meditation, breathing. Meditation, breathing foods, herbs. Breathing food, Um, that's weird. (laughs) 
breathing and karma foods. Yes. So I'm very excited to have Brigitte on the show today because I'm sure she has all kinds of things that I don't even know about, some amazing aphrodisiacs and especially aphrodisiacs for our sexual health because that's what I'm mostly interested in. I'm actually thinking about doing my PhD on this topic, which is about sexual vitality that feeds our aliveness and how herbs and foods and exercise or breath or what are these things that can really support us in being sexually vibrant. More Sex with Jaya when we return. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Allocadabra. Feel the magic happen. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own. Please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. Allocadabra is the only personal lubricant that's 95% organic. Check them out at allocadabra.com. Enter coupon code Jaya, J-A-I-Y-A, for 20% off. That's J-A-I-Y-A for 20% off. I love Allocadabra because it has lavender in it. And uh, what other scents? 
smell? They have taste? vanilla and they have um, natural aloe. But I, I, I've been putting it on just as like a, you know, soother because I had that rash oh. from that magnesium. I was using magnesium oil on my skin and it was causing this really intense, um, like a detox and I was getting a rash. So I was putting aloe on it. Anyway, so I want to get to our topic, aphrodisiacs with Brigitte like sweet. You have to help me remember that. Do you love Brigitte? Brigitte like sweet. Mm. So um, she has this fantastic book called The Sexual Herbal Prescriptions for Enhancing Love and Passion. Brigitte, hello. Brigitte, hello. Hello, my loveliness. It's a pleasure to be on your show again. Thank you. Thank you so much. My first question is about this fantastic book. How did you gather all that knowledge about herbs and sexuality? I mean, it is, it's, it's an amazing piece of work. Thank you so much. Well, I was, I've been into herbs since I was a teenager. My grandmother was sort of a wise woman, folk medicine practitioner, and so she inspired me, and I just started using herbs for everything, you know, having babies and taking care of my children, uh, keeping my love alive. I've been I'm married for 33 years, so actually 34 years, so that certainly brings something into it. Um, and then I have worked with herbs professionally since I was 17, either um, writing books on natural medicine or having a private practice. Um, teaching about them all around the country. I'm teaching at Kripalu with my yogini daughter, Rainbow, in August. I just came back from teaching at Omega. So, but sexuality is part of life. And very often when things aren't working sexually, then other things don't work out in our life. Mm-hmm. So I, years ago, maybe 15 years ago, I was just seeing so many of my friends going through difficulties, breaking up, being in therapy. And, and I realized how often we stop learning about sexuality, that we mm-hmm. might put attention into being a better school teacher or being a better lawyer, but how much continuing education do we put into keeping our love alive? And I was also just looking at my own life and saying, boy, it's, it's time to spice things up. And so I just started, you know, really documenting all the information I'd gathered from many different places and, of course, taking uh, classes on Tantra with quite a few different teachers and thought that even in the Tantra classes, very often the teachers assume that everyone is coming into their class with great health. But what Mm -hmm. about the person who has... Um, some concern or they've been traumatized in some way or they're, um, you know, need some healing or they have such painful cramps or intercourse hurts, for example. So I mm-hmm. wanted to include in the sexual herbal all the things we need for a healthy reproductive system so that we can go forth and bliss the planet with love and positive energy mm-hmm. because I remember, I don't know who said this, but um, world peace begins in the bedroom. I love it. I say it all the time. Orgasms. Orgasms for peace. <laughs> yes. I, I love that you uh, talk about how important sex is just in, for life overall and how often people don't spend time learning about sex. I was at a huge workshop with a major self-help guru with a lot of business, I mean, billionaires. I'm in, I'm in a room full of billionaires. And, you know, they've read hundreds and hundreds of books on, on business and, you know, all, anything to make more money. But when it came down to relationship, and the first question I asked is, how many books on sex do you have? <laughs> like, no one there had hardly any books. And their relationships were all falling apart. So I second that. 
I'd love to ask you your definition of an aphrodisiac. What is an aphrodisiac? Well, of course, the word aphrodisiac comes from Aphrodite, also known as Venus, goddess of love, health, beauty, perfume, massage, and sensuality. D-Love is massaging himself as you're speaking. (laughs) So I think that there's long been an attitude that um, herbs are going to work, you know, like take a pill and then something major is going to happen. Um, and I, as our co-host here, uh, B Love, um, says like as he doesn't like always Dr. feel Love. love. Dr. love. What's his name? D with a D is in Doctor Love. Okay, Doctor Love. Okay, super. <laughs> um, so we we really want to think about how we can be tonifying our bodies because sexual energy is extra energy. So we don't want to be tonifying ourselves just so we can have an encounter in the boudoir, we want to work on building our overall health. And we want all our chakras to be spinning and working and in good order. We don't just want to be focused on one part of our body. So I see aphrodisiacs supporting the body in several ways. One is that they may help to relax us because what gets in the way of sexual pleasure is all the stress that we have. So, can't have an orgasm when you got a lot of adrenaline going through your body. <laughs> and it may be that an aphrodisiac is a superfood that gives us so much energy that we just feel more amazing. And so if we have energy and we're not exhausted, then that's going to enhance our libido. And an aphrodisiac might also be something that is just very um, sensual in its shape that makes our ta- thoughts Think about sex. You know, you you watch someone eating something full of seeds like a pomegranate or a banana or a shiitake mushroom or... Um, I think D-Love has a story about that. What? No, the I woman just... eating the asparagus. Oh, yeah, talk yeah. talk about that all the time. Well, just the one thing. You're saying this and goes back to my earlier comment where Jaya is a major, my major aphrodisiac in life. Oh, uh, wonderful. Yeah. So it really can be anything that turns our thoughts towards love. So, um, And, of course, movies can be aphrodisiacs or sensual clothes or colors or aromas. So it's not something limited just to food. But I know one of the things that I do, and it, I think my husband just says, how, how come I love you so much? I love to put edible flowers in food because flowers are the sex organs of plants. And if we look at the nature of flowers, they are colorful, they smell good, and they are designed to attract pollinators. Of course, not all flowers are edible. There are some that are poisonous, but um, I've also written a book called Rawsome, and I have a list of over 150 edible flowers in there. So just making your food beautiful and putting intention into it. So when you're preparing it and you're thinking of loving thoughts, um, so there's an aphrodisiac can come from many different areas, and it may be something that is also very uh, in, designed to increased circulation to the genitourinary tract. So in the case of asparagus, not only does it look phallic, but it actually increases a sensation of like, you know, needing to urinate, which makes people feel like, wow, there's a lot going on down there in my lower part of my being that's really energized. What's that all about? Mm. Mm. And that awareness, (laughs) just like some tingling or some (laughs) sensation there, having the awareness there then increases the arousal, at least in my case. I've been Mm -hmm. using these essential oils on my clitoris and it's like, woo, (laughs) causes me to lubricate and everything, just having like a little bit of that on. 
Absolutely. Um, so, so can you share with us some great herbs or foods um, that increase sex drive and libido? Everybody wants to know. Well, a really simple place to start is use more of the culinary herbs. So many of the culinary herbs are designed to increase sensuality. I mean, they're not, they're sensual in our mouth, which is going to affect our brain because really, um, we have to include our brain as part of the ultimate sex organ. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just genital, it's what we can perceive. And so when we turn on our senses with smell and flavor, that is going to turn us on in every way. So some of the culinary herbs that I think of are simple things that every kitchen has, cinnamon and ginger, um, black pepper, cardamom. And if you look in some of the ancient manuals, books like the Kama Sutra and the Perfume Garden and the Ananda Ranga, I think it's called. Ananda you know, Ranga. Ranga, thank you. They, you know, they talk about these you know, kitchen medicines that everyone has access to. And so when we start using more of those in our food, they turn on our senses and put us in the mood for love. Now, they also are very warming. If you think about cinnamon, you can say, yeah, that's warming. It has a warming effect, which helps to move the blood, move the chi in the body. And the same thing with cardamom. A lot of these herbs are in chai, you know, which a lot of people like to drink when the weather's cold. So um, vanilla and, car- and cacao or raw chocolate are both also something that we use as condiments, but the word vanilla um, comes from vanilla. I'm thinking it may be the, a Latin origin that means little vagina, and vanilla mm. was actually banned because it's so sensual. It's a fermented orchid pod, and even the word orchid comes from the same root word as orchis or testicles. So, um, And then cacao, it's you know, it's a bean, it's the reproductive part of a plant that could grow into a new plant. So it's really so beautiful. You you don't have to even know that much about herbs to know that uh, foods that contain lots of seeds are like vanilla bean, for example. It's full of little tiny black seeds. Foods that contain a lot of seeds are part of the plant's ability to procreate and stimulate regeneration, rejuvenation, hormonal, um, the raw material to make hormones. So uh, and also another one last thing I want to say about uh, aphrodisiacs in Asian medicine, we really want to look at the health of our kidneys when it comes to libido, and so black foods and black herbs. Hmm. Awesome. Well, we have to go to a break, unfortunately, because I could go on and on and on and on about this. So more sex with Jaya and Brigitte, like sweet, when we return. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. 
both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. Some of you have wondered where my ebook, You're Sexy When You Eat Like That, went. I'm actually working on rewriting and re releasing it as a course in aphrodisiacs, jing, and sexual vitality. I'm reworking the recipes with my partner, John, the raw food chef, who I also wrote Red Hot Touch with. And in the meantime, we're cooking up some really wonderful things for your red hot kitchen. So stay tuned for that. Uh, coming soon. No pun. Uh, Actually, every pun intended. (laughs) So we're talking with Brigitte Mars. She's the author of The Sexual Herbal, Prescriptions for Enhancing Love and Passion. Her website is BrigitteMars.com. And let me spell her name. It's B-R-I-G-I-T-T-E-M-A-R-S dot com. Awesome. So let's pick up where we left off, which was talking about things to boost your sex drive and libido. And you had two specific things you wanted to talk about. Can well, I talked about the importance of seeds because seeds are the reproductive uh, energy of plants. And then I also talked about how black foods are usually really high in minerals. Mm-hmm. So um, one food that's become a favorite of mine is chia seed. So not only are they black, but they're also a seed, and they're a member of the mint family, and they can be eaten raw. So I generally soak two tablespoons of chia seeds overnight in a cup of water, and then they absorb the water. And then I love to add other superfoods to that, things like maybe maca or some blueberries or some other nuts like pine nuts. I heard you mention pine pollen, but pine nuts are also a good libido-enhancing food. I might throw in a few uh, raw cacao nibs and maybe some kind of sweetener like honey. Or um, you could also use coconut palm sugar or dates to sweeten it. So I like to get a whole bunch of super sexy food tonics all in one, um, you know, one bowl. And I, I have to tell you, when I'm writing books, that's often something I have by my side. Um, another superfood that I like a lot is hemp seed. Um, the seed of cannabis sativa or cannabis indica, it's not psychoactive, but it's a very good source of protein, 
And I know you were saying something about it, Jaya. Yeah, that I anytime I drink hemp milk, have hemp oil or hemp seeds, it just tastes like I'm downing black pepper. And, I don't and know what I it is. I would be careful because um, the oils in those seeds are very fragile. I think you're best buying refrigerated products. I usually um, make my own hemp milk rather than buying something that was maybe made months ago. Mm-hmm. And one plant, um, well, I I love the company Nativa. They mm-hmm. uh, have things vacuum sealed, and then once I buy them, I refrigerate them. And, of course, you always want to look at the shelf pressing date on hemp oil because those things, if they're not kept refrigerated, can go rancid, and rancid oils are not good for the liver. So fresh is best. The chia seeds last for a long time, and hemp seed, um, you know, definitely I love to keep it refrigerated. I might buy five pounds at a time and then keep one pound in the refrigerator and freeze the rest of it. Mm, that's a great idea. We've been wanting to buy more stuff in bulk. So, D-Love, remember that. Remember that trick about the hemp seeds. And I'll have to try really fresh, good ones and see if they still taste like pepper to me. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm really been working with Nativa, and I'm really liking what I love doing John there. at Nativa. Shout yes. out to John at Nativa. He's been sending me yummy coconut butters and oils, and I love them. <laughs> so, oh, how wonderful. <laughs> I know, yummy, yummy, yumminess. So can you tell us um, some things that are herbs or superfoods that are great for women's sexual health specifically? I know us ladies, we we like to have our libido strong, at least I do. <laughs> and, uh, well, of course. What are some things that are great for us? Well, and it's not necessarily always so different. I mean, like I think that maca is good for men and women. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps to enhance vaginal lubrication, so that's good for women. Um, it can enhance a number of different hormones. Plants don't really contain hormones. They contain something called phytosterols or plant sterols. So they really just provide the raw material so the body can make its own hormones. So um, I really do love maca, and it's actually a, a root, very close relative of rutabaga and turnip and Brussels sprouts. It's a cabbage family member. So I think that maca is something we can use quite lavishly, not just in pills, but, um, you know, as a sprinkle in our super smoothies, or I've even made maca ice cream, but it enhances libido um, and improves fertility in men and women. So it can help erectile dysfunction and vaginal dryness. And I heard you mention adrenal exhaustion. It's Mm -hmm. good for adrenal exhaustion. And so I, I love plants that can do many different things. Usually they don't just have one purpose, but think of maca also for hot flashes and night sweats when women get menopausal. But I think it's really a nice, tasty herb, has almost like a butterscotchy flavor, and I'm quite fond of that. And if you're not vegan, D-Love and I just found this amazing ghee. It's uh, Ancient Harvest, I think it's by. It's, it smells like butterscotch. And then you mix the butterscotch tasting maca with that. It's like, oh my, I'm in heaven. I'm in like, ugh. Ooh, <laughs> so, I, I think I'm going I'm to try that. So good. Although you okay. can also, and if you are vegan, coconut oil is also great. You can use it as a, a lubricant, although it's not latex friendly, but it's also wonderful to rub on your body. You know, people think nothing of the chemicals that they're rubbing on their body all the time. And then what we need to remember is we absorb about 60% of what we put on our body. So that's why it's so important. We want our lotions and potions and lubricants and things really to come from nature because 
ultimately what goes on our skin, a high percentage of it is going to end up in our bloodstream. And we want to support the companies that are doing the right thing for the environment because that is sexy too. Mm-hmm. I should send you a bottle of aloe cadabra. It's, I'd love to try that. It. It sounds beautiful. Yeah. I've heard I'll you mention you it. Bottle. Are there uh, any herbs that you don't want to mix that might uh, you, you put them in a concoction together and you get a droopy wiener or like a dry <laughs> that's, vagina? That's, 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 that's such a good question. Well, I really think that there's some unintelligent herbal combinations people could make, but not so much dangerous. Like, for example, yerba mate is a stimulant. If you have yerba mate with an herb like kava kava, which is a relaxant, then probably nothing is going to happen. You'll get no results. So it's good to know what the function of an herb is. Now, there are some herbs that are considered the opposite of an aphrodisiac or anaphrodisiacs. And for things like that, I think of um, things that are sedative, like... Uh, I'm actually thinking sage is said to be an anaphrodisiac, and uh, wild lettuce is said to be, and, and, and lettuce itself is said to be an aphrodisiac. One of my herbalist friends and I always joke that eating ice cream before bed is an ana or opposite of an aphrodisiac because it's cold, it's high saturated fat, it's sugary, and it kind of like satisfies you. So you, you want to save some appetite for your beloved before you. Mm get in bed together. Mm-hmm. Or just slap a bunch of ice cream on top of them and go to town. <laughs> Nothing's so cold, though. You, know, then it, you then want to warm it up rather than chill it up. So I'm looking at your book, and we've got vinegar and tobacco, refined sugars and carbohydrates, too, as anaphrodisiacs. And I would, I would agree with that. Sugar actually decreases testosterone levels. Um, you know, I don't know. Sometimes the smell of tobacco can be a turn-on for some people. Was that you, D-Love, or was that me? That's me. That's you. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you hate cigarettes. I hate cigarette smoking, but there's a weird, I don't know, some weird thing there. Well, anything that is going to make us feel our most vibrant self, that's why, you know, eating greens every day and nuts and seeds. And, you know, there's a lot of hoopla where people think that, oh, I need to have a lot of red meat. But keep in mind, too, that if the, the red meat thing is overdone, it can actually congest your circulatory system with saturated fat so the blood can't move into the genitals the way that it should. And so mm. many cases of erectile dysfunction or um, being non-orgasmic might be because the circulatory system is congested with saturated fats. We need the chi and circulation to be able to move through the body. And that's why those spicy herbs like cinnamon and ginger, even garlic, for example, just help to move the blood into all the right channels so that orgasm and erections can occur joyfully. Mm-hmm. So, so say you're a guy and you want to you kind of make something sexy in your kitchen for, a, for your female partner. What would you recommend he go out and get? What would you recommend he feed her? Well, a, a really simple thing might be to make a, a chocolate rose shake. So let's mm-hmm. think about this. I might um, add a qu- quart of hemp milk or almond milk. Um, and I would probably make it myself because I like it raw. And then I might add a banana. I also think it's really sexy to eat from the same piece of fruit, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's blended up. But, like, not like he gets a banana in his smoothie and she gets a banana like you're eating from the same banana because you're putting intention into it, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I would add a tablespoon of maca and maybe a teaspoon of vanilla extract. And we could add a nice sweetener. It could be some 
soaked figs or dates or honey, and um, maybe a tablespoon of raw cacao powder. And you could, if you if you're bold and you've mastered that, you could add a little bit of ginseng, which nourishes the kidneys and adrenals and is great for just giving us more superhuman energy. You can go to the health food store and find some um, tinctures like uh, epimedium, also mm-hmm. known as horny goat weed, um, for a good reason. Mm-hmm. Um, which is are a, you a horny goat <laughs> who likes weed? Do you love? Uh, they do like weeds. Yes, they do. That's what they like to eat. And they are horny. <laughs> Anyways, so you could blend that all up with some loving intention and serve it in a beautiful goblet. Maybe grate a little bit of nutmeg on there and uh, say cheers to life. Do you, do you use like rose essential oil or rose water? Oh, I'm glad like you that. mentioned that. The simplest thing would be just to use uh, maybe a teaspoon of rose, uh, rose water. Because mm-hmm. rose essential oil, it's like $150 uh, for like an half an ounce or maybe a right. quarter of an ounce or something. And I wouldn't want people to add rose oil and it be a synthetic compound. Right. If you get a rose oil, you want like rose auto and, you know, get it from a really reputable source because a lot of it's just synthetic perfumey stuff. And you right. don't want to so, put that in your drink. So just rose water would be great. So, yeah, let's put that in there. And that would be beautiful. And then maybe you could garnish it with a little, um, a couple fresh flowers, some rose petals maybe. There you that go. Would, that would make my knees go weak and my toenails curl. <laughs> do you, do you so food is powerful for... magic. It shows that you can feed each other and that you can have a life of bliss because you're going to constantly heal and nurture each other and make life colorful and beautiful and helpful. That's uh, one of you... my. That's always been one of my bargaining chips. That's how I always got the the love of my life to love me back. Bought the fish. <laughs> um. Do you have a good source for um, alcohol and sugar-free vanilla extract? Um, you know, there's, there's companies like Frontier Herb Cooperative that has some Mountain Rose, might have some. I, I know that I've gotten it from Frontier before. Okay. So they, they make uh, vanilla extract and vegetable glycerin. So it is totally uh, possible to get it without alcohol. Mm-hmm. And vegetable glycerin. And, and the sugar, too. Some people put, like, really high sugar in it. And I'm trying to keep the sugar low, you know. No, it doesn't, the... it doesn't need sugar in it. You can make it just with glycerin. And glycerin's naturally sweet. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's easy to do. Great. So when we get back, we're going to talk about herbal superfoods for male sexual health. I know you mentioned maca for erectile dysfunction. And I also want to hear some recommendations that you have, Brigitte, for something all lovers should have in their kitchen. Three top things you would recommend all lovers have in their kitchen. More Sex with Jaya when we return. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature. 
which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last for hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Kadabra. Feel the magic happen. Now there's a new destination for video content. VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. You missed it, D-Love. During break, Brigitte and I were talking about putting stuff on our lips. Which lips? Both. <laughs> our lower lips, of course. Of course. Wow. Because <laughs> I was talking about her yoni moistening suppository on page 308 of her amazing book, The Sexual Herbal. Mm, very nice. If you've missed her website, my guest is Brigitte Mars. The website is BrigitteMars.com. That's B-R-I-G-I-T-T-E-M-A-R-S.com. So we've talked about some things for women's sexual health. What kind of things would you recommend for male sexual health? Well, I do think of ginseng. And, you know, very often people think ginseng's just for men. But, again, women can use ginseng, too. But it's... um, you know, there's many different kinds of ginseng. There's Asian ginseng, which is considered more warming or more yang. Um, and then there's American ginseng. Eleuthero uh, used to be called Siberian ginseng, but mm-hmm. they're more like cousins than, you know, really the same, same. So, But I do think of ginseng as something that is great for uh, energy, adrenal strength, uh, libido, and, you know, so often the reason libido is low is because people are exhausted. So we must take care of our kidneys and adrenals and, you know, getting enough rest, 
um, not fueling ourselves with stimulants overly much. Like, you know, how much coffee are you drinking? That can be weakening to I your I feel like you're plan. talking to D-Love right now. Ah, shut up, okay. Shut up, shut up. Don't talk <laughs> anymore. So, so we really want to take, you know, care of our bodies because, you know, really we're to be loving and to really, you know, give your love to someone else, we can give so much more if we're taking care of ourselves and in good health. And I always think it's a great thing when partners decide that they want to get healthy together and they want to support one another in that mission. Like, you know, let's go on a hike or let's, um, you know, take a, a class together on massage or let's um, have a you know, a vegetarian potluck or a raw food potluck. Let's, like, learn how to get healthier. And that is a wonderful kind of person to spend your life with because, you know, another direction, it's like you kind of just lose your vitality and age much more quickly if you're taking the path of, uh, you know, overly decadence that doesn't support health in the environment. And and I love <laughs> he it. Loves Good nodding. <laughs> it's him. You said the word decadent. That is decadent. Him. <laughs> well, you know, and I also heard our, our doctor, Doctor B. Love. I hope I got it right this time. But you know, he said that herbs often didn't work on him. That he needed something like really majorly strong dose wise. But um, I think very often people take an herb once and expect it to cause an incredible erection and make them want to sleep with everybody that walks by. So I really see I the herb herbal medicine pictures being something that you include in your daily life. And there are herbs that might have a profound effect uh, that are used once in a while. And, and I want to mention Yohimbe, um, used to be called African Red Root. But Yohimbe, um, even though it can cause really powerful erections by stimulating the ganglion nerve center at the base of the spine, um, there's a lot of cautions about Yohimbe, too. It can also elevate blood pressure. It should not be used in combination with alcohol or recreational drugs or for people with liver or kidney disease. So, um, you know, I heard you all talking earlier before the show, like, you know, if it's natural, it's good. I mean, I certainly trust nature before I trust pharmaceuticals, but uh, I think we also have to be wise about nature. I mean, poison ivy is natural, and so is poison hemlock. So we want to learn to understand nature. And my friend Rosemary Gladstar likes to say, before you start taking an herb on a regular basis, it's good to read about it in three different places and know that there are contraindications. Uh, Jaya, I heard you mention, like, you know, you weren't using maca when you were nursing because mm-hmm. it affects your hormones. So there are things to know about, you know, not to use during pregnancy, some herbs not during nursing. And um, it's good to understand an herb. Just because it's sold in a health food store doesn't mean it's appropriate for everybody. So you might look at a book like um, My Sexual Herbal or The Desktop Guide to Herbal Medicine, so if if we're going to uh, start playing in this herbal realm, become a student and and learn about it and be appropriate. And that's wonderful. That's a good thing to learn about. Great. So now I have this challenging question for you. Three herbs that all lovers should have in their kitchen. Well, I would say cinnamon. Um, cinnamon is, um, it elevates your, it normalizes your blood sugar. So if you're exhausted, um, also, cinnamon is a natural sweetener. It also, to me, is very sexy. And most people, when they smell cinnamon, it reminds them of happiness, you know, like holidays and joyfulness. Warm. Maybe warmth, yeah, like warm in winter, cozy. Um, so there's something really nice about cinnamon, and it does indeed 
improve circulation to all the peripheral areas of the body, including the genitals. Um, I also think of garlic. But some people might find raw garlic to be a little um, hard to digest. So for raw people out there, they might think about using garlic powder in some of their recipes. Um, but cooked garlic is not as medicinal. So, but using more garlic, and of course, if you're the only one who eats garlic and your beloved doesn't, you're going to have garlic breath, and that is not sexy. But if you can get your beloved to eat garlic with you, then you'll have both have gar- You won't even notice the garlic breath. And that's mm-hmm. really what I'm saying. Unless you're pregnant, and garlic is the thing that makes you vomit all day long. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like me when I was pregnant. Anybody who ate garlic smelled like rotting flesh. Then, then uh. and, and of course, there's. Things people can be affected anyway in by different things, and I would also say chia seeds because um, I love you know I love having a nourishing breakfast. I don't feel that having fruit every morning is a great thing, especially living in a cold climate like Colorado. The chia is a black food, and I've been making chia crackers and um, you know chia pudding and chia for breakfast with with uh, fruit and nuts in it. And I feel super energized from it. So I'd have to, I just taught in Iceland a few weeks ago and I asked my sponsors, what, what do you want me to bring? And they said, bring as much chia seeds as you can fit in your luggage. And of course I didn't want customs to like take away my seeds. So I took the label off and just said, it's my breakfast cereal. So. Mm. <laughs> um, with the cinnamon, I had heard something and I can't remember, like the, it's very important where your cinnamon is grown that there's very different effects from, uh, like, um, the cinnamon. Like you want cassia or cinnamomum. Yeah, yeah but there's it's different the varieties of, of cinnamon out there. And ideally, um, you know, usually when most people are buying cinnamon, they're buying cinnamon maybe of several different species from several different countries. Uh. So, um, you know, go, in, go into a nice herb shop, and rather than buying something irradiated from a supermarket, you know, ask for, like, what's the really good cinnamon? And um, there's some wonderful cinnamon that comes out of Vietnam. Um, of course, I don't know. It, actually, a lot of it, there might be some even, even growing in the Caribbean. But um, when you buy whole cinnamon and you grind it up fresh, that's even more powerful. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Okay, we have to go. Brigitte Mars is my guest. The Sexual Herbal, BrigitteMars.com is her website. Thank you so much for being on the show again. And you can check out my site, www.sexisyou.com. I've enjoyed sex with Jaya. Have you? I've enjoyed sex with Jaya. <laughs> You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us.